Hey, I'm Arnie Singer, founder of OnRush Digital, and in this podcast, I teach business owners how to use digital marketing to grow their companies. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, please email me at arnie, A-R-N-I-E, at onrushdigital.com. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about LinkedIn. Now, when people refer to social media, they usually are thinking of Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, Pinterest, and there are probably some others I'm not even aware of. But if your company sells directly to consumers, B2C, or you're looking to build brand awareness in the consumer market, well, these social media platforms are probably the way to go. If you're selling soap to the masses, then Facebook might be a great place to do that. Now, there are major differences between the platforms and how to use them and what demographic groups each appeals to. And we're going to, I'll discuss that in other episodes. But in general, each platform has the potential for you to reach a mass consumer audience. Um, But in this post, I'm going to focus on LinkedIn. And yes, LinkedIn is a social media platform. It's not just a place to post your resume. So if you're a professional or just part of the workforce, you most probably already have a LinkedIn profile with a few sentences about what you do and your work experience. It's basically your resume. You probably view LinkedIn as a place to potentially find a new job or opportunity if the need should arise. If you're lucky enough to not need to look for a new job, then you probably aren't using LinkedIn much other than possibly once in a while wasting some time by checking in and occasionally clicking on a link or something that a post that looks interesting. Now, all that stuff that I just said about job searches is true. LinkedIn is the place to do that on. But that's not how you use LinkedIn for your business. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today. So the first step to making LinkedIn into a useful marketing and sales tool for your business is to view it as such. Stop thinking about it like a massive job board. From now on, you need to see LinkedIn as the greatest free opportunity to generate business. Okay, so let's get started. What do you do? The first thing you need to work on is your profile. Now, yes, I know you already have one of those, and it probably looks like a duplicate of your one-page paper resume. Um, But if that's the case, then you're not using the tool properly for a sales and marketing tool. Your LinkedIn profile should be your unique selling proposition. It should communicate the benefits that you can provide to potential customers or clients. This is your opportunity to sell yourself. So first step is your profile photo. You should have one. Okay, people relate to other people, not to placeholders. Okay, so they want to see that you're a real person and hopefully a presentable and trustworthy looking one. So get a decent headshot and put it up so people know who you are. You're a real person. They want to deal with you. The next thing comes your headline, and it's the line that people see directly below your name. Now, this is a very valuable piece of marketing real estate because 
it's very likely the first and possibly the last thing that people will see when they come across you in a search or in their feed. You shouldn't just put your job title in your headline like manager or VP business development. These titles don't really describe what you do and how you can help the person who's searching for help. Instead, use the headline to tell them exactly how you can help them. Okay. So for instance, in my own profile, I write, I help B2B companies generate leads and sales prospects using digital marketing. I also publish the Israel AM email. So I'm not saying I'm CEO of a digital marketing company. I'm describing exactly what I do that can help them. So if someone is searching for digital marketing help for their B2B company, then they might find me in the search because of that headline. And if they do come across me, they'll read my headline and know, oh, okay, this person can help me. Um, whether he's the CEO or not, it's pretty much irrelevant, and they'll figure that out later on. Now, I also put in there that I published the Israel AM email, which happens to be a summary of the top Israel news stories of the day. And I threw that in because in the event where I want to connect with people in the, related to that field, I, I want at least them to see that I'm involved with that. So I stuck that in also. So on my, on my personal profile, in addition to my headshot, I also have a cover photo, um, which LinkedIn lets you do. And I also I have some text on that also saying, I help companies market their products and services using digital marketing. So I'm using some more of that valuable real estate that LinkedIn is giving me. And most people do not have a cover image. So you're getting some extra credit by doing that. Now, the next thing that you should do is have your contact information in there and make sure that it's correct. I know that sounds like really simple, but you'd be surprised how many people have the wrong or like an old email in there or a bad link to a website. Maybe the website is gone now. Maybe it's just a bad link. So if you want people to find you, make sure that you have your contact information in there. Put your email in there. You want people to find you. There's nothing to hide. Now, the next section in your profile is a section where you summarize what you've got to offer in greater detail. And you've got a lot of space here to, to shine, okay? Show, speak your benefits. How can you help? Include, include some concrete examples. You can include links. You can even include a video. Now, the next thing that LinkedIn will show people on your profile really depends on how they're connected to you. So if they're a first or second degree connection, they'll see mutual connections followed by your most recent articles and posts. Now, I'll discuss a little bit more about posting and publishing on LinkedIn a little later on. But for now, just be aware of this feature and either have some quality articles or posts or don't have any at all. You don't want people to judge you by a really bad article, a really stupid 
posts that you've been that you've written or have been sharing. So you want people to see that you are active, that you you do share content, that you do write content. You want to make sure that that content is good, even if it's one article. Make sure it's great. And following that, the next thing that everyone is going to see, even your third degree connections, is your job experience. Now, this is the part that's very similar to a paper resume, but it really shouldn't be. You're not confined to the boundaries of a sheet of paper. So you should get creative. Use the opportunity to market the heck out of yourself. You should also create a company profile page, um, which people will probably check out if they're interested in finding out more about your business. But I wouldn't waste too much effort on, on, the, uh, on the company page. You know, you should have one. Put an image or two up there and put um, a concise description of your company. Again, you just put who, who you are, your contact information. Um, but don't go crazy because most people are not searching for those um, company pages. They'll probably just go to your website to get the information. Fine. So you've optimized your profile. And now you want to get other people to view it. Specifically, you want to get potential clients, customers, or business partners to view it. The easiest way to do that is to send them connection requests. Again, I'm not going to get into great detail on how to send a connection request because I'm sure you've all sent connection requests. The only thing that I'll mention is that it's a good practice um, to include a personal note with the connection request. Um, all the research shows that doing that greatly increases the chances that the person you're sending it to will accept. Now, the note should be short, and it should not be a sales pitch. Too much text, just people just shut off. If you share mutual contacts or interests, well, you can use those as a reason to connect. Oh, I see we have a mutual connection. Or you can think of another non-salesy excuse for why you think it would be an awesome idea for this person to connect with you. Perhaps you notice that they're in, in a poker club. So you can say you also play poker. But again, whatever it is, keep it very short and to the point. So now, let's talk about actual sales prospecting because that's probably the real reason why you're, you're listening to this podcast. You want to find out how to use LinkedIn to get new clients or customers. You want to use it for sales prospecting. So again, if you're looking to sell to a mass consumer market, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, you should probably focus on Facebook or Instagram or other social media. But if you're selling B2B and you can identify the customer persona of the person you're trying to sell to, then LinkedIn is the right place for you to be working your magic. And here we go. I'm going to view LinkedIn as if it was exclusively a sales prospecting tool because that's what you want to use it as. Now, that's not to say that you can't use LinkedIn as a networking tool to simply expand your business network or get involved in new ventures or try to find a new job. Yes, you absolutely can. But for our purposes here, I just want you to focus on LinkedIn as a sales prospecting tool, period. 
So the first thing you need to do is create a customer persona. And basically what that means, that's a fancy way of saying you want to know, have a description of your target market. Who is the person that you're trying to market to? It should at the very least have your target's job title, geographic location, industry, company size, or even the specific name of the company if you have that. If you can't create a customer persona, then you're not going to be able to use LinkedIn effectively for sales prospecting. So let's look at an example. Let's say you sell enterprise cybersecurity software that costs $25,000 per license. So obviously enterprise B2B. So your ideal customer, say, is in the banking or financial industry. And the person you're trying to reach is the director of cybersecurity. I don't know if that's an actual title, but let's just say it is. And your geographic location is the U.S. Okay, you've got a customer persona now. Now you need to plug that, those search criteria into a LinkedIn search. Now, at this point, you might need to upgrade your LinkedIn subscription to premium because the the free uh, LinkedIn account only has a limited amount of search criteria that you can use. So I'm not sure, depending on how detailed yours are, you might need to upgrade your account. Now, having said that, there are ways that you can still <clears throat> make your search very detailed in using the free account, and that is by inserting in the the keyword field in, in, the, in the LinkedIn search, inserting a Boolean search string of, you know, your keywords and whatever you're trying to search for. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you could just search Boolean string on uh, Boolean search on Google, and it will give you some information. Or you could just upgrade your LinkedIn account, and the LinkedIn makes it much easier for you to do detailed searches. So you hit the search button, and LinkedIn will hopefully return a long list of profiles that fit your search criteria, a long list of directors of cybersecurity in banking or financial industry. If you were looking for another way to narrow down the field um, if you had a very expensive product, you could, you could also use um, the size of the company. How many employees does the company have? So a company with 10 employees uh, might be less likely, will probably be less likely to buy a very expensive piece of software than a company with 500 employees. So LinkedIn gives you the ability to, to search by that criteria also. Now, if you want to narrow down your very long list of directors of cybersecurity, you can, you can narrow that down by, you can filter it by geographic locations, say. So if you've got 10,000 names there for the entire country, you might want to filter it down to your home state. In my case, let's say New Jersey. And then I might have a much more manageable list or a few states. So now that you've got your list, any way you've done it, 
you can either try to get their email addresses and then reach out to them via email marketing or you can reach out to them directly on LinkedIn either with a connection request or in mail. Now I personally like using email marketing because you can you can then um, you know put those emails into some email sending software um, on a simple level you could use something like MailChimp and then you could actually create a, an email campaign which you can track see who opens see who clicks and you can even set up a sales sequence of emails so you know you could send a sequence of let's say three emails over over a couple of weeks to um, to your prospects now there are tools that you can use to automate and help you facilitate parts of this whole process one of these tools is called ducks soup d-u-x hyphen s-o-u-p and there are also a lot of tools that will help you find email addresses because LinkedIn does not provide you with the email addresses uh, of these of these people okay but even if you use one of these tools or one or more of these tools there's still going to be a good deal of manual labor involved and that's okay because if you're selling $25,000 software packages or $10,000 services then doing a little work to get some good prospects is uh, is worth your while because all you need is a, a few to make it worthwhile so the strategy of direct outreach whether you're doing it via email or messaging them on LinkedIn and of course you can do both you could get them on an email campaign um, if they're not responding to that you can reach out to them on LinkedIn as well or do both at the same time so that's direct and, and it is the most direct way to reach out to people and I think it's the most efficient and effective way of doing sales prospecting using LinkedIn now in addition to direct outreach you should also be using LinkedIn to build your authority, your thought leadership. And you do that by publishing articles or posts or sharing informative content relevant to your expertise. Now, the sad truth is that very few people will probably see your posts. And, and that's the same problem on all social media platforms. But if you really write good stuff and and you share it, you let people know about it, and you get a little luck, you might actually start getting noticed. Now, I've personally written articles and shared posts on LinkedIn where I've got thousands and, and even tens of thousands of page views and hundreds of likes and shares. Now, the hope is, is that at some point, a potential client will stumble across one of your masterpieces and decide to contact you. They call that inbound marketing, and yes, it does happen. But leaving the inbound hopes aside for a moment, it's important for you to build your thought leadership on LinkedIn 
because when you do reach out to potential clients or customers, they're going to check out your profile and your content. And the more impressive your stuff is, the better chance you'll get of landing their business. So again, the reason for posting, two reasons. One is, sure, hoping that a potential customer client will stumble across your post because maybe someone else in their network shared it and they see it. But the more likely route is that by writing, publishing, and posting on LinkedIn and being active on LinkedIn, you're, you're just building your thought leadership and, and people are beginning to see you all the time and see that you're posting. And eventually, they'll, they'll take a look at your stuff. Or when you do reach out to potential customers or clients via email or LinkedIn, one of the first things they'll do is check out your LinkedIn profile. And when they do that, they're going to see what you've written. And if it's good, then they'll trust you and, and want to contact you. <clears throat> now, paid ads. Yes, LinkedIn also does sell PPC ads, pay-per-click ads, just like Google and Facebook and every other platform. The LinkedIn ads are expensive, and that's probably because LinkedIn knows that they have, they have the best database of business professionals around. It's, it's not as expensive as Google usually, but on the other hand, Google AdWords has the advantage of when someone's searching for your keywords, they actually want what they're searching for at that point. They're actively searching for that product or service that you're advertising. Whereas on LinkedIn, which is the same as on Facebook, you're targeting a demographic. And you're hoping that somebody in that demographic is interested in your product. But there's no, um, there's no guarantee that the people that are seeing your ads are actively searching for your product. So if you, if you have extra cash to spare, you can try running some LinkedIn ads. Um, and there are different ways to target those. And uh, we'll discuss that in a different episode dedicated to PPC. So, but it's just another tool you should know about that you can use in, in conjunction with your organic posting and your direct outreach. So the bottom line here is LinkedIn is the social media platform for B2B companies to use as a sales prospecting tool. But you need to use it, okay? And you need to use it smart. The first thing you need to do is optimize your profile. Okay, remember, you're not looking for a job. You are looking to market and sell your product or service. And that's what you should be using your profile for. Then you want to create your target persona, customer persona, and find them on LinkedIn and then reach out to them either on LinkedIn or I prefer doing it through email. At the same time, you're also building your thought leadership on LinkedIn, you're posting, you're sharing so that people get to know who you are and that you are an expert in your field. So. Give it a try if you haven't done so already. And if you're already using LinkedIn, well, start using it as a sales prospecting tool, not just a social media tool. So 
start working on your profile and start searching and just start reaching out to people. Reach out to 10 people. It doesn't have to be a 1,000. Um, and see how it works for you. The idea in digital marketing is to try, try a lot of different things and then find out which ones are working best for you and then stick to those and double down on those and put the other ones aside. So give LinkedIn a try. If you have any questions, email me at arnie at onrushdigital.com. Please subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends and colleagues, and I'll see you next time with more digital marketing for companies. 